this morning, <laughs> this morning um, well, actually last night I was telling my wife, I said last night, um, last night I, I knew what I wanted to talk about, but I didn't know what I was going to talk about. Because, you know, it's Pentecost Sunday. You got to talk about the power, right? You got to talk, everybody, you got to have some kind of theme, right? I'm like, Jesus, okay, but, you know, you do it every year. And it's like, okay, you can't do that. So I'm like, Lord, show me what you want me to talk about. And then my wife, I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm just kind of praying, and I'm kind of asking the Lord. And then, then I said, man, I really want a cup of coffee. I said, I really want a cup of coffee. But it was like 9.45, 10 o'clock last night. <laughs> and see, I, oh, let me just ask you, how many of you guys like coffee in here? By a show of hands, awesome. Everybody, right? Wow, y'all are anointed. <laughs> How many of you like strong coffee? Yeah. Y'all are really anointed and highly favored. Okay, me too. I love strong coffee. But I knew last night, okay, if I was going to have a cup of coffee at 9.45 the way that I drink it, I wouldn't be asleep until about 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> so she says something blasphemy to me. She says, well... Would you like a cup of decaffeinated coffee? And I said, what? And then I looked at my, my watch and said, yeah, babe, I'll take a cup of, co- take a cup of that coffee. Right? I, I mean, I wanted a cup of the coffee. <laughs> so um, hence, last night was the inspiration for what this message is going to be called. If I have to give it a title this morning, I'm going to call it Decaffeinated Christianity. (laughs) Oh, Lord. All right. So Decaffeinated Christianity. Well, what does decaffeinated coffee have to do with Pentecost Sunday? Nothing, <laughs> really, nothing. <laughs> but, but when it's strong, the caffeinated coffee, it, it'll wake you up, man. I know, like our pastor Judy, she won't talk to us until she's had her third or fourth cup. Because if I get her before the second one, she's like, "What?" <laughs> My wife too. Oh Lord. I don't even bother talking to her before her first cup. I have a nickname in my house. I'm not called Apostle Pete or Babe. I'm called the barista. <laughs> I'm the barista in the house. <laughs> oh, Lord <gee. laughs> But last week, I shared a message on compromise and how compromise leads us to disobedience in God. And you see, where there's compromise in our life, we won't see the power of God in our life. Because we're actually operating in disobedience to God. So today we celebrate and we're, you know, we're talking about Pentecost. Because something happened that day in the upper room. And we're going to get into that in a little bit. But something happened 
in the upper room that day. There was a power of the Holy Spirit that was released upon the earth in that moment that would change the world as we know it. They had no idea what was about to happen that day. They never knew. They had no idea. Just before uh, the, uh, Jesus ascended to heaven, Jesus told his disciples, as he said, wait in Jerusalem until they receive the power from God. So the key, I think the, the key there is like, he said to wait. You know that when you wait for something, when you, when you expect something, there's an anticipation on it. He was saying, wait, I need you to wait because there's something that's, about to, that's coming. It was the power of God that was about to be released. So there was 120 people waiting. 120 people are waiting. And that number is crazy. If you think about the number 120, because prior to that, Jesus, our resurrected Savior, the King of Kings, he had resurrected and he had shown himself to over 500 people at one time. He walked for 40 days. The glory, the power, the presence of the kingdom was manifested. Everywhere he went, people saw it. He was already resurrected. Hundreds upon hundreds of people saw it. But only 120 people waited. Can you imagine? I mean, I, I, I was, as I read that, I was like, if, if I had just seen Jesus get raised from the dead, then he's walking amongst us, miracles are happening, healings are happening, walking, and then he's appearing to people simultaneously. These things are happening. I would have wanted to be wherever he was going to be. Wherever there was the waiting was happening is where I would want to be. So only 120 people were waiting. Jesus was sinless God-man. He fed thousands of people. Many were healed. People were raised from the dead. Everywhere he went, the kingdom of God was manifested. Everywhere. 1 Corinthians 15, 6, it says, After that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers and sisters at the same time, most of whom are still living through, though some have fallen asleep. So out of that 500 people, many had fallen asleep. And only 120 of them were able to make it to the upper room. Wow. It's kind of like if we bring that into perspective of today, right? We see miracles, signs, and wonders. God is moving even today in the church. It's happening. We are in revival. There's, there's a move of God that's happening in this nation right now. Not everywhere, but it's happening in a lot of places. The revival hub here, we are in revival. There is an atmosphere of revival that God is doing. Lives are being changed. People are being impacted. People are being transformed. That is revival. There is a renewal, there is a refreshing that God is doing. 
But yet people still won't show up to a service on a Sunday morning. They can't be at a service on a midweek because it's an inconvenience to their schedule. I'm not, listen, I'm not saying if you, if you have a work, and that's not what I'm talking about. That's different. I'm talking about when you're sitting at home and you're binging on Netflix or you're talking to your girlfriends on the phone and you know what I'm talking about, Hulu, oh. <laughs> we can't even show up to a service. And how do we want to move in power? How do we want to move with the glory? If we, if we can't even commit to just positioning ourselves. Listen, part of the waiting and part of the power is positioning. 120 had to go and they had to wait. They positioned themselves to encounter. Why? Because they said, Jesus said that if we wait, there was a power that was about to be released. Come on, Jesus. Holy Ghost. Conformity, conformity in Christianity will lead us to walking in a powerless gospel. We will begin to conform to the patterns of this world. We will begin to become like the religious Pharisees, and we will see no demonstration of the power of God in our lives And when we begin to conform. So what I want to do, because it is Pentecost Sunday, and I want to talk about the Holy Spirit. And that'd be a good topic, right? Holy Spirit. So I'm going to ask a question, and I don't want you to answer it. I know we all love to answer questions out loud. Just ponder the thought. Who is the Holy Spirit? Who is the Holy Spirit? And we all probably have our own answers to that. So just because I don't say your answer doesn't mean you're wrong or I'm wrong or you're right. Or I'm right. I mean, but the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. In the Bible, we see God the Father. He is creating. He is brooding. He is a, he is a picture of the strong God. If you only read the, the Old Testament, listen, and I, I've counseled with people, like, like, if God is the same forever today and yesterday and forever, then why did the things happen in the Old Testament, but now the things in the New, like, man, God was like really mean in the Old Testament. That's a whole other subject. But see, if you read the Old Testament, it could be a little frightening if you don't understand who God is. Because if you don't know who God is, you won't understand his character or his nature. God's character and his nature for us has always been love. That's why on one of our pillars of truth is who is God? God is love. And everything he does comes from that place of love. His judgment comes from love. His correction comes from love. The rebukes come from his love. A loving father will correct his son, his daughter. The God in the Old Testament is the Ruach. I hope I said that right. The Ruach. It's the Spirit of God, the breath of God, which comes and leaves. And the Spirit of the Lord was upon them, said the prophets. The first time that word Ruach is actually used in the Word 
is in the second verse of Genesis chapter 1. It says, the Spirit of God, which means the Ruach Elohim. The Ruach Elohim was hovering over the waters. From the very beginning, Holy Spirit was there, hovering. The Ruach Elohim, the hovering, the Spirit of God. In Genesis, 1, uh, Genesis 6, chapter 17, I mean, I'm 6, uh, verse 17, the Ruach is translated as the breath of life. Holy Spirit is the breath of life. In Genesis 8, verse 1, it uses Ruach to describe the wind. God sent over, to, over the earth to receive the floodwaters. The word Ruach is actually found over 400 times in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, in the Gospels, we see God the Son, who is Jesus, which is the same as God, localized, right? But what did Jesus say? He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Because the Father and I are one. They are one. The Old Testament, God distance is distant, he's unapproachable, but, the, but in the Gospels we see a God who is very approachable. You see, Jesus comes, and now we get to go straight through Jesus. He's approachable, he is showing us what it would look like to sit down with the Father through Jesus. The message, it's, that's the whole message of Jesus. So the next question I'm going to ask is, what does Holy Spirit do? First of all, Holy Spirit brings comfort. Praise God for Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God, is of God, and does the work of God. And part of that work is he brings comfort to you and I. So now let's uh, get our Bibles out. If you had your Bibles or bring your apps out for all of our digital families. And we're going to turn to Acts chapter 2. I'm going to try to move through this because we've got a lot to do today. So I'm going to kind of speed through this, all right? But Acts chapter 2, and I'm going to start in verse 1. It says, when that day of Pentecost had, true, had fully come, they were all in one accord in one place. And suddenly there was a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as a fire, and one sat upon each of them, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So now listen. The same wind from the beginning of time, I mean, I want, you, I want, your, I want your, your spirit needs to grab this. The same, the, the Ruach Elohim that hovered in the very beginning before creation even existed in the eternal realms 
came into the upper room. It was the Ruach. It was the Spirit of God that hovered in Genesis 1-2. It was the breath of life. So the breath of life came into the upper room. So, listen, okay, so what we got, we have the breath of life. We have the, uh, the same wind that receded the floodwaters in the Old Testament came into the room. Listen, we cannot talk about the Holy Spirit and dis- disassociate the power that he carries. We cannot talk about the Holy Spirit and, and say, oh, well, we believe in the Holy Spirit, but, 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 you know, you can't, only God can do miracles. We can't disconnect the two. Some would say that it's not for today. Some people even believe that tongues are not for today. People would say that to be true. They disqualified the gifts of the Holy Spirit and they begin, they disqualify the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And part of that happening is because they don't have a grid of the reality of who Holy Spirit is. He's the Ruach from, 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 from creation. We serve a God of 1 Corinthians 4.20. I am not a God of talk, but a God of power. You cannot talk about Pentecost Sunday without talking about that scripture. I'm just saying, for the matter of the kingdom is not about talk, but about power. Oh, come on. Right? That's my, that's my scripture. Y'all can borrow it, but that's my scripture. Mine. We are one with that scripture. No. When we see Holy Spirit, we begin to function in the power and the authority of the kingdom here on earth. We will function in the fullness of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We can't choose what parts of the Holy Spirit we want to take part in our life. We, we don't get to, to, like, okay, I want this version of Holy Spirit. I want the Holy Spirit that, 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 that <laughs> doesn't speak in tongues, but, but when I pray for somebody, I want them to feel, like, warm. And, and if they don't get healed, well, I don't, you know, Listen, we, we want to mold it to make, to fit our, it's like popcorn Christianity, like microwave Christianity, like decaffeinated Christianity. We want a coffee that has no power. Right? I don't want that fake stuff, man. Give me that Colombian ultra Dark bean roasted. I'm talking about coffee, not with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> You're like, really? I didn't know Holy Spirit's from Colombia? <laughs> and he's dark? 
He might be. Hey. <laughs> right? Holy Ghost. It's really simple. You can access all the gifts of the Spirit. It's available to you and I if you just believe. It's simple. If you just believe, you can walk in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So John uh, 14, verses, uh, verse 15 through uh, 19 says this. Actually, through 21. No, 19, I'm sorry. It says, if you love me, keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. 17, the spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him or nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. And I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you before long. The world will not see me anymore, but you will see me because I live in you and also you also will live. So because the Holy Spirit is in you and with you, that means that so are the gifts. He's in you, right? Everything about the Holy Spirit is inside of you. So let's talk about what's inside of you, okay? Really quick. I'm going to go through these. The nine gifts of the Spirit, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, the gift of prophecy, the gift of faith, the gifts of healing, the working of miracles, the discerning of the spirits, different kinds of tongues of tongues, and the interpretation. So number one, the gifts of faith. The spiritual gift of faith is exhibited by one with a strong, unshakable confidence in God, his word and his promises. It is having confidence solely in God and nothing else. 1 Corinthians 12, 7 through 11, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one of those for the profit of all. To one is given the word of wisdom through the other spirit, uh, a word of knowledge through the same spirit, under the faith of the same spirit, another gifts of healing by the same spirit, another one gifts of the miracle. We can go on and let's read that. Okay, number two. <laughs> That's in 1 Corinthians 2, 7 through 11. You guys go read that. <laughs> number two, the gift of healing. It's a supernatural manifestation of the Spirit of God that miraculously brings healing and deliverance from disease and infirmity. Holy Spirit inside of you gives you the power to heal the sickness and the disease. Well, what do you mean? I thought only Jesus. No, listen. He's inside of you. Every infirmity... Number three, the working of miracles. A miracle is, the human, is, is humanly impossible, but divinely simple. It's simple because it's one doing the work of the miracles is not us. It's God. Number four, it's the interpretation. It gives language to what the Holy Spirit is speaking. Number five, the d different kinds of tongues and of tongues, Holy Spirit is giving you a heavenly language that is different from your earthly word of knowledge. 
Listen, some people would say, well, I've never prayed in tongues. Does that mean I'm not saved? No. No, it does not mean that. It just means that your time to pray in the Spirit hasn't come yet. But today could be your day. Today could be the day. I believe that. Amen? And this time we live in now, we need Holy Spirit more than ever. We have witches. We have warlocks that are demonstrating the power of darkness. And they're open about what they believe. They set up shops. They'll go to the vending booths. They go to the the state fairs, and they got their their booths, and they got their tarot cards, and their crystal balls, and they're selling these little crystals, and like, oh, and they use the word, oh, man, it's a good vibe. That's why I don't use that word vibe. I don't like that word vibe. God is not a vibe. Jesus is not a vibe. I'm not vibing with Jesus. Jesus. You can see I'm passionate about that one, right? Because I see what the witches are doing. I said, I'm not going to associate them with that language. But they're, they're bold about what they do. And there's such a deception in this that they mix their belief as a Christian with witchcraft. Especially in the Hispanic culture. Oh, man. They're praying to Santa this and Santa that and Santa that, Santo and Santas and all. They probably don't understand all that, but... Not in Ohio. (laughs) But we got people watching all over the world, right? (laughs) But it's true. But why? It's because there's a dying generation right now that is hungry for the supernatural things of God. They are hungry for the power and the demonstration. And if the body of Christ, of us as believers, isn't functioning in the power, they're going to go to the counterfeit, which is witches. Because, see, we, we, we begin to, we grieve the Holy Spirit when we don't believe the very thing that, that, he, that we carry, what, who Holy Spirit is. We've had, listen, we've had people, we've had people leave the church because they didn't agree with the way that we present God. They had a problem the way we present the gospel. Like, how do we present the gospel? Oh, well, you say things like, expect a miracle. What? Well, I believe it. You say things like, oh, raise the dead. Matthew 10, 8. Raise the dead. Heal the sick. Cast out the devils. Right? He said it. We can do it. We've had people leave because... How dare you say people are getting healed? Show me a doctor's note before you say that people are being healed. How are you going to tell somebody they're not being healed when they're the one giving the testimony? I didn't make it. I'm not making up a testimony for them. God's doing it. And it's crazy because these are the same people that will be the first ones to call you when they need a miracle. They need a miracle in their life. 
Unbelief grieves the Holy Spirit. Grieves the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to give us a seven ways we quench the Holy Spirit. Seven ways. I'm going to go through this fast. Oh, we're good. <laughs> Number one, we quench the Holy Spirit when we, when we rely on any resource other than the Holy Spirit for anything we do in our life and in ministry. When you put your trust in something other than the Holy Spirit, you quench the Spirit of God. Romans uh, 15, 13 says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Any attempt to, to create hope apart from the power which is in the Spirit of the Lord is quenching to him. I'm going to skip through because number two, we quench the spirit whenever we diminish his personality and speak of him as if he was only an abstract power or a source of divine energy. Holy Spirit is not a thing. He is the person. You know, he's not... A bucket or a microphone, you know. He is a person. And he wants relationship with you and I. Number three, when we restrict Holy Spirit from bestowing spiritual gifts and using them to minister to the church by our regulations. In other words, when we limit Holy Spirit from operating and functioning, we quench the Spirit of the Lord. I've gone into places at times where they say, I've actually ministered at churches, and they said this to me, we're glad that you're here, but whatever you do, do not pray in the Spirit. Don't pray in tongues. I said, excuse me? They said, you know, you know don't pray in tongues. We, we don't do that here. And I'm like, good Lord. So in my mind, I'm like, I'm praying in the Spirit in my mind because, like, I can't function without praying in the Spirit. That's where the cloud's at. I want to be where the cloud's at, right? The glory. When we begin to restrict and we put conditions on the Holy Spirit, we quench the Holy Spirit. I'm going to tell you what, and I'm going to say this with respect, and I'm not coming against people. But if you're in a church that is limiting the move of the Holy Spirit, run from that church. Get out of that church. Get into a place that is functioning in the fullness of the Spirit of the Lord. Uh, Lord, what was that, number three? When we restrict the Holy Spirit, number four? Okay, I'm sorry. 1 Corinthians 12, 7 says this, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each, everyone, for profit of all. Every time the gifts are used, 
the Spirit is made manifest and visible and is evident that he is in our midst. When we begin to function and move out of the Spirit of the Lord, heaven becomes manifested. Why? Because the gifts of the Spirit are in operation. We begin to see prophecy. We begin to see healing. We begin to see the words of knowledge. We begin to see the words of wisdom. We begin to see all of these things, the tongues and interpretation of the tongues. We begin to see the fullness of the nine gifts of the Spirit in operation when we allow and make room for the Holy Spirit to function. We don't put a limit on him, but we there's fullness. We quench the number four. We quench the spirit in our services and our small groups when we don't even allow spontaneity today in worship. Sister Melissa went off and she was worshiping. Powerful moment. She began to speak about the wind. She didn't even know what I was going to talk about. The wind, it's moving, it's shaking, it's shifting. Spontaneous worship comes out when Holy Spirit is allowed in. Then Peter comes in right after her also. The lightning, the thunder, the lightning. Yeah, the wind, the lightning, the thunder. Like, what are y'all talking about? It's not even raining outside. But in the spirit, there was shaking and winds were blowing. The Ruach Elohim was hovering in this place. We quench the spirit when we don't allow spontaneous burst of, 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 of the Spirit of the Lord. In Ephesians 5.19 and in Colossians 3.16, Peter is referring to spontaneous and spiritual songs. Um, um, I'm not saying that Hymns and songs that we sing in churches are not bad. I'm, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is we have to make room for the Spirit of the Lord to talk and to speak in our worship. Man, I'll tell you what. I love spontaneous prophetic worship. Number five, we quench the Spirit whenever we despise prophetic utterance. I'll give you a scripture. It's going to be out of 1 Thessalonians 5.20. You can read that. Prophecy is not about today. That's no longer exist. What are you talking about? It's in the it's one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We quench the Holy Spirit when we despise the prophetic. You know that that's a spirit of unbelief that comes in. Now it says that we should test every word. I'm not saying just hear every word that comes out of the, a person's mouth and like, oh, I'll take it out. No. Test the word. Give it to the Lord. Test the word. But don't despise the word because that's the very word that could give you breakthrough. Number six. We quench the spirit when we lessen the activity of the Holy Spirit, which brings alertness and weakness uh, to the beautiful and majestic truth that we are actually God's children. You can find that in Romans 5, 8, 15 and 16, and Galatians 4, 4 through 7. Number seven, we quench the spirit whenever we suppress and legislate against and we instill fear in our hearts of people regarding legitimate experiences and heartfelt emotions and affections of worship. Listen, when people are encountering the presence of God, when you begin to disqualify what they are seeing, 
what they're hearing from the Lord and saying things like, well, that sounds like a bunch of, like maybe it's your mind. When you begin to disqualify the very things that they're seeing, you grieve the Holy Spirit. Just because you don't see the way they see doesn't mean they're not seeing. That just means that they're in a different walk with the Lord than what you are. That's all that that means. You see, <laughs> decaffeinated Christianity mindset, it seeks to quench and to grieve the Holy Spirit. It presents a powerless gospel. But when the Holy Spirit comes, when the Holy Spirit comes, I'm going to read this again on Acts 2. On that day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. This is one place. And suddenly there was a sound of heaven like a roaring of a mighty rushing windstorm. There was a sound of the Ruach Elohim that came in. And it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames of tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them ability. If I can get Peter to come up here or, or Melissa, if you can just kind of give us whoever's up here. I don't know. Because I'm going to get ready to close out. You see, the 120 that were in the upper room that day, something happened. What did Peter do right after he received the Holy Ghost and fire? He went and he preached and he said, he had a Bible study. And he taught 120 disciples, and he called the lost to salvation. See, something happened when he encountered, encountered the Holy Spirit. There was a boldness that came upon him, and he went out and he preached, and he discipled 120, and he brought the souls, brought the lost salvation. Acts 2, verse 38, Peter replied to each of you, you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promises to you and to your children and to those that are far away, all who have called by the name by the Lord our God. Then Peter continued preaching for a long time, strongly urging all of his listeners Save yourself from this crooked generation. Those who believe what Peter said were baptized and were added to the church on that day. Over 3,000 in all. Something happened when the Holy Spirit came in. There was an activation that took place. And I believe... God wants to do something like that with us today. It is his desire for us to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Not just in words or in traditions. Some of us have may, may have been in church all our lives. 
but have never been baptized in the Holy Spirit. I believe today is going to be that day. We're going to do water baptisms. Come on, right? Yeah, thank, yeah that's good. <laughs> Luke 16, John, it says, John answered, saying unto them, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I cometh. The latchet of those whose shoes I am not worthy to unloose, he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost with fire. Is there anybody in here today who has not been baptized in the Holy Spirit? All right, come on. Anybody else? Is there anybody in here who say, I've been baptized in the Holy Spirit, but I've never prayed in tongues? And you want to pray in tongues? Anybody that would say, I want to pray, I've never done that. I want to pray. Anybody? Yeah, there's no pressure. Come on. This is not like a. Because I believe today is going to be the day. We, we want to pray with you. Today is going to be the day. You see, when we position ourselves to be one of the 120, we'll see God move. So if you said, I've never been baptized in the Holy Spirit, because we're going to do the water baptisms, but we got to do this first. We're going to do this first. Because when you go in there, oh, it's going to be something new and fresh. So if you raise up your hand, can I get you to please come to the front? Don't, don't be shy. Come on, just come up here. Come on up here, brother. Come up here. That's right. Come on. That's right. Come on. So we're going we're gonna to go into worship. Give us some Holy Ghost. Let's, let's create a line right here. Oh, Lord Jesus, come on. Come on. Holy Ghost. Go on, stand right here, bro. You're good. I want you to stand right there. Pastor Alice, can I get you to come up here and help me? Wow. So, you guys have not been baptized in the Holy Ghost. Okay, but you want to pray in tongues. Come on, Jesus. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. So what I want you all to do, can we just bring the lights down a little bit over here? What I want us to do, all of us that are up here right now, I want us to be intentional. Because it's not, it's not about doing something to get something. It's about a heart posture and saying, Lord, I receive it today. That today would be a brand new day for us. Amen? So let's bring those lights down for us if I can. And we're going to come, we're going to lay hands on you, we're going to pray with you. Father, we thank you, Lord, right now. 
Father, on this day of Pentecost, God, we declare, God, the open heavens, God, a fresh baptism. Oh, no, don't go down. Oh, no. Lord, I ask that you would fill her mouth right now. Fill her mouth, God, right now in the name of Jesus. You would fill her mouth. We baptize you right now. Holy Spirit would come with tongues of fire, God. Your power, your presence, and your glory, Jesus, right now. Let the awakening come, God. We thank you, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. Just begin to open your mouth and let the utterance come out. Just open your mouth. Come on, open your mouth. Open your mouth. There you go. Come on. There it is. 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 Come on. Come on. Right there. Right there. Power. Power. Oh. Jesus. Right now, Father, I thank you, God. Right now. Father, with, with your power, your presence, God. The glory, Jesus. Right now. Fill her. Oh, fill her. Just begin to receive. 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 Oh, Father, we thank you for the tongues of fire that are coming upon her right now. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Shake it Oh, just begin to let the Lord fill it. Holy Spirit, fill it. Shake it Begin to fill it. Come on. Release, release. Check your rose. Right there. Shake it Fill them out. Release it. There it is. There it is, Rose. Come on. There it is, Rose. There it is. There it is. That's the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit. That's it. Shake it Holy Spirit. Power, presence, and glory. Power. Show. Shake it Oh, Jesus. Fill her mouth, God. Show glory. Your power, your presence, God. Your glory, Jesus. Right now. Tongues of fire rest upon her, God. Uh, the ruha, the wind of God will come upon you right now. And I just declare the baptism of the Holy Spirit that comes upon you right now. Oh, a fresh fire of heaven right now. Receive it. Right now, receive it. Receive it. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Shake it in my soto. Oh, Jesus. Oh, release it. Release it. Shake it in my sanda. Come on, it's right there. Fresh fire. Shake it in my. Right there. There it is. 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 Right there. Right now. Fresh fire. Power. Oh. Oh. Jesus. Holy Spirit. Right now. Father, a fresh wind, God. Holy Spirit, fill her mouth, God. Oh, a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit, God. Right now, let the wind of heaven come upon her, God. Let the Holy Ghost fire come right now. Oh, that you begin to fill her from head to toe, God. Oh, even at her young age, God, let her feel your glory and your presence, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Fire and glory. 
Now open your mouth. Ah, just release. Release what the Holy Spirit puts in your heart. Open your mouth. Let the Lord fill it. He's going to fill your mouth. Baptize right now. In the Holy Spirit, fire, tongues of fire, come now. Come, fill them out, God. Fill them out, Jesus. Fire. There it is. 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 Oh. Right there. Right now. Power. Oh. Jesus. Today's Father, we thank you, God, for a fresh wind of heaven, God. Oh, your power, your presence, and your glory, God. Fill her mouth, God. Oh, fill her, God, with the fresh wind. The Holy Ghost fire, come now. Holy Ghost fire, come now. Fill her mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open. There it is. Open your mouth. Oh, he's going to feel it. He's going to feel it. Right now, Holy Spirit, come. Fill her, God. Fire. There it is. There it is, Laura. Come on. Release it. There it is. There it is. There it is. I long to look on the face of the one that I love. Long to stay in your presence where I belong. Long to look on the face of the one that I love. Long to stay in your presence. Father, I thank you, God. Do you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior? So, Father, I thank you, God, right now, Jordan. I thank you, Lord. And I just declare, God, a fire from heaven would come, God. Father, I just speak right now, God. Oh, a baptism of the Holy Spirit would come and rest upon him right now, Lord. Lord, that you would begin to fill him right now with a fresh fire, God, from heaven, Jesus. We declare, God, oh, the tongues of fire will come, God, from head to toe, God. And I declare, God, right now, Jesus, right now, a baptism of the Holy Spirit that will come in evidence of speaking in tongues, God, right now. And I declare right now in Jesus' name, right now, a fresh fire will come upon them, God. A fresh fire will come upon them, God. Right now, in the name of Jesus, just open your mouth, son. Just open your mouth. The Lord's going to fill it. He's going to feel it right there. Oh, fill his mouth, God. Fill his mouth, Jesus. Holy Spirit, fill his mouth. Right now, just open him up and receive. Oh, Jesus. Right there, there it is. There it is. Right there. 
Hey, we're we're gonna uh, we're gonna transition. We're gonna do. We're gonna start the baptisms. Come on, y'all ready? Yeah. Come on, it's Pentecost Sunday. You ain't trying to. You shouldn't be trying to get out of service early here, <laughs> especially not today. Ooh. Yeah, let's get the lights back on really quick. You guys get to pray. Y'all watch right now. Those that are watching online, pray. Come on, let's pray. All right, where's our line at? Okay, Brother Guy, I want you right here. Brian, I want you right here on this side. Kenneth, um, I want you to come on this side right here. I'm going to get you to help me as I bring them down. We're going to bring them back up, okay? So come, no, it's not going to be cold. Come on over here. Come on over here, sis. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. So listen, today's a brand new day for you. And I'm going to ask you a question. Do you know Jesus is your personal Savior? Okay. Today when you get in this water, you're not going to be the same. When you go down, you're going to come up brand new and fresh. There's a renewing that's going to happen. And I'm going to make this declaration over you. You will never be the same ever again in Jesus' name. Come on. We're going to have to go. We're going to keep Come on, let's turn on. You know what? Let's, uh, um, yeah, we're going to go this way. So now go ahead. 
get you to kneel down. I'm... It's cold. Okay, we're going to bring you backwards, so you might want to put your feet forward. Come on. I want you all to extend your arms out as we pray. We got you. We got you. We got you. You're not gonna, we got you. No, no, no. Put, no, 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 no. Listen. Put your feet forward. There you go. We got you. There you go. We're going to dunk you one time. Backwards. Okay, you want to plug your nose? Okay, there you go. So right now, that's right. We baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Here we go. Come on. Yeah. Pray for her. Pray for her. Lay hands on her. Pray for her. They're going to pray for her. Come on. Hey. Shake it in my sata. Show. Come on. So, do you know Jesus is your personal Savior? Today when you go in, it's going to be a brand new day. Everything from the past is going to stay in the water. You hear me? Today's a brand new day for you. Come on in. Can you turn around? Put your feet forward. Yeah, sit down. Come on. So right now, let's pray. Let's pray before we do this. Father, we thank you, God, and we just declare, God, right now, oh, a freshness, God, upon her, Jesus, that today's a brand new day, Jesus. Right now, we baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ, right now. Holy Spirit, oh, we thank you, Lord, right now, in Jesus' name. Here we go. Yeah! Shake it in my sanda. Right there. Release it. Release it. Pray. Come on. Pray upon her. Come on, God. God, pray. We want to pray on it. Pray. Release heaven. Release heaven. So I'm asking you a question. I know you know the Lord. So I just say right now that when you go down, today's it's a brand new day. Amen. Release heaven. Shake it any about something about soto. Oh Jesus. Oh, there's an awakening, God. Oh, freshness, Jesus. Even now as we baptize you, we baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on! Release heaven. Release heaven. Release heaven. Come on. Come on, Daniel. Come on, Daniel. Ah. Woo. Holy Spirit. Come on, Jesus. Father, we thank you, Jesus, right now. Right there. Brian, come on. Holy Spirit, we thank you, Father, what you're going to do right now, Jesus. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the renewal, the refreshing Jesus. Even now, as he goes in, God, in the water, God, he will come up fresh and new, Jesus. Oh, we baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on! Shay! Father, 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 Lord God! 
Fortan, Fortan, Shekele Basa. Ho! Come on. Wow. Come here. Oh. <laughs> it is an honor. an honor for for us and today is a today's a brand new day for you and when you come out of that water you're never going to be the same Father, I thank you, Jesus. And right now I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, let's go. Come on! Holy Spirit, right now, fill her, God. Oh, Jesus. Fire, fresh fire, fresh fire, fresh fire. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Wow. Holy Spirit. Who's next? Come on. My brother. My brother. Come on. Oh. I love this guy. Come on. He got baptized in the Holy Ghost today. Speaking in tongues. The fire of the Holy Ghost came upon him. Oh, right now, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, go. Fresh, Jesus. Come on. Come on. Fire. Fire. Go. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, come on up here, Ryan. Shake it, any basata, kora da basete, any baso. Right now, you're in a new season, my friend. You're in a new season, a season of awakening, right now, and the Lord's going to restore everything that the locust has tried to steal in your life. Yes. And today, when you go into that water. You're going to come up new. Huh? And you'll never be the same. You'll never be the same. Come on, brother. Set that away. Come on. So, Father, we thank you, God. 
right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, let there be a fresh feeling, God, right now. And right now we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, here we go. Come on. Come on. Jesus. Jesus. Hey. Hi. What's your name? What? Amaya. That's a beautiful name. Amaya, do you know Jesus as your personal Savior? You do? Awesome. Today's a very special day for you. You know that? Today when you get in the water, you'll never be the same. All things that were are going to be passed away, and it's going to stay. All the negative that was is going to stay in the water. And to answer your question, it's going to be cold. But it's going to be worth it. Come on. Wow. So, Father, right now, Lord, that you would bless your God. Right now, Jesus. Right now, Jesus. Fill her with the renewal, the refreshing Jesus. And we baptize you right now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Here we go. Come on. Yeah. Jesus. Holy Spirit. What's that? Oh, your what? Your Fritz? Okay. All right. Nice to meet you, buddy. All right. Well, let me ask you a question before you get in there. Do you know Jesus is your personal Savior? All right. When you get in here, things are about to change in your life for the better. All the bad things will leave. Okay, come on. Get on in there. Lord, touch him. Touch him, Jesus, right now. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, go. Jesus is your personal Savior? Yes. Amen. Today's a brand new day for you, Paul. You ready? I'm ready. Everything that the past, all those negative things that try to stick to you, when you get in this water, it's going to stay there. And you're going to come in new, come out fresh. Amen? Amen. Come on, brother. Let's go on in. That's right. That's right. Stay up, stay up, stay up. What? Sit up, sit up. There you go. So, Father, we thank you, God. We thank you for Paul. Fill him, Jesus. 
even right now, Lord, even as he goes in this water, God, that when he comes up, God, he comes up renewed and refreshed. Father, we thank you, Jesus. And we baptize you right now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, we baptize you. Come on. Release. Pray. Come on. Shake it in my son. Joshua, today's a brand new day, Papa. The renewing, the refreshing, you are marked by heaven. God ordained this day for you. So, Father, we thank you. We baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Jesus is your personal Savior. And the enemy has really done a really working to try to get you. But today's a brand new day. There's a renewing and refreshing that's going to happen to you today. You are marked and you are called. You have a purpose and a destiny. Watch what Jesus is about to do in your life. Amen. Come on. <laughs> Father, we thank you, Jesus, right now. Lord, for the fresh, the fresh feeling, God, all the renewing, God. We thank you for her purpose and her destiny, God. And right now, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, come on. We are so proud of you. We're excited about what's about to happen. Today's a it's 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 a monumental day for you in the spirit. You'll never be the same. Never gonna be the same. Father, I thank you for Rose, for her purpose, her destiny, God. Father, we thank you for the renewing, the refilling, God, the refreshing, Jesus. And right now, God, we thank you, Father. We baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Come on, Rose. Wow. 
I'm just going to use this. Hold on. Melissa, as a spiritual papa, I am so proud of you. Today is a new day, marked by heaven, ordained by God. Get ready to see what God's about to do in your life. Right? Come on. Father, I thank you for Melissa, God. Father, for her call, her purpose, Lord, but just her heart for you, Jesus. Father, we, we, Father, we just thank you, God, that even now, Lord, that you're filling her with the renewal, the refreshing, God. Oh, Jesus, that you make all things new, all things new. So right now, in the name of Jesus, we baptize you. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, we baptize you. Jesus! Jesus! Woo! Shake it of us up! Jesus! 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 Hora de Vasekeriba! Shotoro de Vasandarava! Power! seeing the Lord move in your life, the growth that God's doing with you. Today you are marked, you've been marked but today marks another moment of history with the Lord. When you come in this water, something's about to shift for you. Come on. Come on in. Father, we thank you, Jesus, for her purpose and her destiny. And we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, we baptize you. Come on! Come on! Ah! Power! Hey! Woo! Wow.
going on? That's it. Today's a great today's a good a great day for you. I feel I'm getting drunk in the spirit. Ooh. Come on, Papa. Come on in. That's right. Holy Ghost. Wow. Alright, brother. Go on, get on there. Father, we thank you, God, for the testimony of his life, God. Lord, right now we thank you for the renewal, the refreshing Jesus. Right now, God, that all things, that the negativity of the past will stay in this water, God. That as he comes up, God, he comes up renewed, refreshed, God. And I thank you, God, right now for the opportunity. And I just thank you, Lord. And we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, we baptize you. Come on. Come on. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Jesus. More God. More God. Power. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Jesus. All right. You ready? Today's a good day for you. Let me ask you a question. Do you know Jesus as your personal Savior? That voice. Papa yeah, says, yeah, she's my daughter. That's right. You know what? This is your little sister. No, wait, it's not your little sister. No. She okay, why don't you stand by her bunny? Okay. That would have been awesome. So Father, I thank you, Lee Jesus. I thank you for the call and her purpose, Jesus. Right now, God for the renewing, the refreshing Jesus upon her life, God, the promises that you have released upon her. Father, we thank you, Lord, for her call and for loving her. Right now, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, we baptize you. Come on! Oh, like never before, like never before, head 
to toe glory. Head to toe glory. Shake it in the basata, the basaka, the ba. Shake it in the basoto, the low. Shake it in the basata. Fire God. Whoa. Oh. 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 Oh, we're coming back to her. Oh. Oh, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. All oh, your testimony. Oh, today is a brand new day. You're in a new season, says the Lord. You're in a new season, a season of victory. A season of joy. Oh, a season of celebration. Season of celebration. Get ready. I hear the Lord say, come on. Come on. Wow. Jesus. Father, I thank you for Samantha, God. For her purpose, her call, her destiny, God. That even as she goes in this, this water, Lord, all the things of the past and negativity that will try to stick, it's going to stay in this water. And when she comes up, she comes up fresh in you, Jesus. So right now we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, we baptize you. Oh! Jesus! 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 Come on, Papa. Come on. Oh. <laughs> Woo. You ready? You ready? I'm ready. Come on. So, Father, I thank you for this mighty man. This man that you had called God as an end time army. Oh, he is, a, he is a radical lover for the kingdom, for you, Jesus. So, Lord, right now, we just thank you, God, that as he goes in this water, the things of negativity of his past are going to stay, and he's going to come out fresh in you, God. He'll renew the new birthing, and we thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, we baptize you. Bam, come on. Come on. Jesus. Fire, fire. All right, let's try this again. Let's try this again. All right, come on. Uh, Tracy's like, I got it. <laughs> I want more of that, right? Taste and see how good God is, would you say? All right, Not come on. Not to be afraid of that, look. Yeah. Taste and see how God is. Woo. Father, I just thank you for Tracy, God. Lord, I just thank you for the call, her purpose, her destiny, Jesus. Even now, she comes in this water, God, that things of negativity of the past are going to stay in this water. And she comes up renewed, refreshed, God. Oh, the victory is her portion. 
So right now we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, we baptize you. Yes! watching and we just release a fresh anointing upon everybody that's watching this live stream. Let the fresh fire come. We declare glory, the power and the presence in Jesus name. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.